Welcome back, everyone, to this week's edition of the IBC Podcast, also known as the Emmanuel Podcast, but not known with any clever name. So if you have a clever name, please reach out to us and let us know. Um, and again, for the 22nd week in a row, we are the number one podcast on Spotify, Apple Music, or wherever you get your podcast, according to someone out there who thinks that statement is true. Todd, how are you doing? I'm good. How are you doing? I'm, I'm doing well. Um, let's your, jump into your... Your Chiefs won. They did win, and it was a great victory. Um, who needs Patrick Mahomes, right? Uh, you need Patrick Mahomes. Your team needs Patrick Mahomes. You your, know, I bet... Your problem is, I don't think Patrick Mahomes knows what his name is today. Uh, but hey, he's going to... He's going to be all right because he doesn't need to know his name. He just needs to know how to throw a football. Yeah, that that offensive lineman scraped him up off the ground. He didn't know where he was. Yeah. That looked bad. Yeah, and and Chad Henney, if you're listening, we know you probably are. Um, nothing against you, but I hope you don't play it down in <laughs> this week's game. Um, so let's uh, let's jump in. Give us your, your dad joke. All right, you promised to laugh. Will you laugh? Yeah, I will try. I have two dad jokes. Oh, two. Two, I promise you I might laugh at one of them. I have two dad jokes involving robots. Okay. R2-D2 jokes. Here we go. Those those are droids. Uh, same yeah. thing. Yeah. Hey, Aaron, do you know why robots are always angry all the time? I feel like I've heard this one before. Uh, what? Because when, someone why? is always pushing their buttons. <laughs> Not bad. Um, this one's better. Okay. Hey, Aaron. Hey, Todd. What do you get when you cross a robot with a tractor? A tractor. You get a trans farmer. Uh, all right. Come on. That, um, that, that's a good one. That's a good one. Come on. Come um, on. All right. So Sunday morning, uh, we looked at Hebrews 1, 4 through 14. Um, mm. Summarize a little bit of what you talked about. Uh, the author is saying in that passage that Jesus is greater than anything. And he uses angels who are great in their own right as an illustration that Jesus is greater than... So if he's greater than angels, then he's really great. Yes. And he uses seven Old Testament references, quotations that are all messianic to make that argument. It's a it's a pretty fascinating and deep passage. So um, you spent some time in, in... Or explaining why the author of Hebrews compared Jesus to the angels, and he made the mm -hmm. comment that because the angels brought the old covenant and the uh, and Jesus brings a new covenant. Um, I'm going to assume that a lot of our listeners may not understand too much about covenantal theology. So um, just real quickly, explain to us the difference between the old covenant and the new covenant. So the old covenant is really geared more around uh, you know, a conditional kind of theology mm -hmm. uh, involving works. You know, the idea in the Old Covenant, I think as the Bible kind of expresses it, is it's kind of a, if you do this, then I will bless you. Yeah. You get to the New Covenant in the New Testament, you know, and then Paul says he's already blessed us from the heavenlies. I've already blessed you. Now you need to walk in that. Mm -hmm. I think that is, is a way of looking at the difference, you know, and obviously it centers around the whole aspect of grace. Yeah. Uh, we are made right with God, you know, not by anything that we do, but through what he did and our faith in him. Mm -hmm. And even though in both covenants people are saved, I, still through the aspect of faith, yeah. it's not through their works, 
but how it's expressed, I think, is is different there. Yeah, yeah. That the the workspace um, salvation or that idea that we have that Paul often talks about, especially in Romans and Galatians. Um, I think N.T. Wright kind of talks about how that wasn't an idea in in the Old Testament. That developed mm-hmm. as we got to the New Testament. Right. And I think the Old Testament, the Old Covenant, is. You know, it's it's. I don't want it to sound profane, but you know, the image you kind of have is kicking the can down the road. Yeah, all of it is a placeholder for Jesus coming to ultimately do mm-hmm. what these animal sacrifices, what the old covenant is doing in terms of it being a placeholder until the Messiah comes. Yeah, yeah. Um, so my next question, you you talk about that how Jesus has a greater name than angels and. I think in our context today, in our culture, we don't understand the um, the value of the name because you see mm-hmm. all throughout the Old Testament, uh, you know, the the name of the Lord, or in the New Testament, it says that there's no other name other than the name of Jesus that we mm-hmm. can be saved, and they emphasize that name. Why is the name so important in the Bible? Well, in Jewish thought, the name said something about the integrity, the character, mm-hmm. and even the rank of the person. Yeah. Which in this sense, I think is equally as important as the character in in chapter one, four to fourteen, mm-hmm. I think that's what he's trying to argue is his rank the rank of Jesus yeah. as son is higher than the rank of angels, mm-hmm. even though they have a very high rank, they're very powerful. Jesus you know, obliterates them in terms of rank and superiority. Yeah. So the the name is a key issue for Jewish thought. And writing to these Jewish Christians, I think that is going to resonate with them maybe more than uh, an audience that was strictly yeah. Gentile. Yeah. Um, so my next, uh, I guess, statement, question, I don't know, and I've had all day to think about this, and I, I don't know how to word this into a question, but... Um, to me, this was one of the most um, striking statements that you made, and so maybe I'm just going to say it, and then you can kind of explain a little bit. Mm-hmm. But you make this statement that um, that that which we create to worship can consume us, mm-hmm. and I don't know what else to to say except for that's so true and that happens so often in our mm-hmm. lives and we really don't want to admit that. Right. So right. I don't know if you want to go with that. Yeah, but, but well, I just... you, you can go a lot of directions. That. I think you can even do that with, with God. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I think we create a version of God that is not who God is. Yeah. He, we, we create a version of God that is, like I said, sanitized, watered down, politically correct. Uh, and eventually that is going to be the death of you. <laughs> it's going to consume you. You're yeah. going to be liable for the judgment there because you'll be following a God that really isn't God. Yeah. And then I think we can do that in some other kinds of aspects. We can do that with, you know, our, our work or even with people. We create these things, you know, and when I say create these things, mm-hmm. obviously I don't mean we're physically making something, but essentially we we, we designate the um the the quality or the value of the greatest mm-hmm. on either our job or a relationship or our, a country or a political party and whatever you think is the greatest yeah. is going to shape your worldview and i think the 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 argument and the chronology and the way he laid that out and in 
that chapter one with the text that he uses, whatever you think is the greatest, one is going to shape your worldview, mm-hmm. and then two, you're going to worship it. Yeah, because he says that you know, Jesus is greater than the angels because the angels worship him. Yeah. And so whatever we're worshiping has a massive impact on our life. Mm-hmm. And if we're not worshiping God and our worldview is not driven by God, it is going to consume us, if not in this life right now, yeah. it will in the judgment. Yeah, yeah. And uh, the author of Hebrews echoes that statement almost for verbatim when it comes to the Lord that in, in Hebrews, I think it's I think it's chapter 13, don't know the verse refer- reference, but... Um, he just says that our God is a consuming fire. Right. That when we worship right. the Lord, He also yep. is going to consume us. Right. Um, That's right. So to to, to finish off, um, we instead of looking um, or, or talking about maybe the lab, what you would add, and if you had thirty more seconds, mm-hmm. um, we want the, those who listen, who attend our services or watch online, um, to prepare for. Uh, your upcoming sermon. So mm-hmm. next week we'll be in Hebrews chapter two, verses one through four, mm-hmm. and it's the first warning passage we get in Hebrews. Yep. Um. So kind of give us uh, a, a a foreshadow, foretaste of what you're going to talk about this Sunday. So that, as you said, there, there's about a half dozen what scholars call warning passages in Hebrews that mostly center around the whole idea of apostasy mm-hmm. or drifting away or recanting of the faith. And it will be a little bit difficult because we have to kind of delineate, you know, what what is the difference between actual apostasy and maybe someone who's what we would call backsliding? Yes. And and that is a very tricky line to draw. But uh, obviously in context of Hebrews, the reason that's brought up so often in the letter is that's their great temptation. Mm-hmm. Their great temptation is to deny Jesus so that they won't be persecuted yeah. anymore and they can have their Jewish friends and family back. And so we, we he starts dipping the toe in the water in chapter 2 on that. And that's what we'll be talking about is the genuineness of faith and the danger of of drifting away from our faith, mm-hmm. the danger of creating a God that's not really God, you know, those, those things, the danger of, of sanitizing, politically correcting Jesus yeah. is a very dangerous thing. It's a very important thing that we don't do that. And that's what we're really going to begin to take a first shot at, mm-hmm. and it will come to us again like five more times after this one yeah. in the book of Hebrews. Yeah, yeah, I know. That, that's good. And if you're listening at home, and whether you've listened to the sermon or you haven't, and if you haven't, you can go to our website or watch it here on the podcast. Um, and we really want you to think about the struggle that you have in your life of maybe thinking, going back to my former way of living, uh, you have that desire to, to, to do that. Um our hope is that you see that Jesus is better. Um, so uh, we'd love for you to join us this Sunday morning. At our services are at 830, 945, and 11. And then just real quick, uh, on uh, on Sunday night at 6 p.m., we're going to have a members meeting. Uh, and we have actually covering some, some huge stuff with our church. Um, and so we would love for you to be a part of that. That's, again, 6 p.m., Uh, this Sunday night. So I thank y'all so much for joining us uh, in this podcast, and we look forward to worshiping with you on Sunday morning.